How is it going, Bears fans? Welcome back to another episode of the Bear Down Podcast, where we talk everything Bears every day of the week. Today, we will be reacting to the Bears' 27-23 win over the Detroit Lions at Ford Field in Week 1. An incredible comeback win that takes the Bears in the Matt Nagy era to 5-0 against the Detroit Lions. I would like to say before we kick this one off, whatever platform you are listening on, do us a favor, follow slash subscribe. Uh, we're super close to 2.5K subs on YouTube. Also, do us a favor, drop a like if you are watching this on YouTube. Uh, the Bears just completed one of the best comeback wins I've seen in some time. So let's set the like goal at 100 likes. Let's see if we can do it. I am your host, Chris Malpe. And oh my goodness, my blood pressure has been all over the place. But I am joined today with my co-hosts, Parshaw and Jalen McClinton. Guys, what a game. Before talking about the game at all, how are you guys doing? How are you feeling right now? Bro, I'm, I'm cooling down. My heart's like, I, I just, I, I, I don't know what to say. Like, I could not, ooh, that fourth quarter had me going crazy. Like, I, at one point, I wanted to just cry. I was just like, yo, this is just this is enough. I, this is embarrassing. You don't want to get run down by Detroit in week one. And then fourth quarter, Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah, that's all I got to say right now. I'll let Jalen carry it on from here. <clears throat> I feel right. That's how I feel. I feel right. Okay. Well, before we get into the initial reaction on this one, uh, we got to look at the stats, so let's get right into it. For the Lions, Matthew Stafford, 24 of 42, 297 yards, one touchdown, one interception, obviously thrown in the fourth quarter, with a passer rating of 77.2. Adrian Peterson had a pretty good day, was churning up the Bears' defense for the majority of the game, 14 carries for 93 yards. Uh, Kerryon Johnson, DeAndre Swift did not do that much in the rushing game. Looking over at Detroit's receiving, uh, their best receiver today easily was TJ Hawkinson, five catches for 56 yards and a touchdown. Danny Amendola also adding five catches for 81 yards, and Marvin Jones adding four catches for 55 yards. DeAndre Swift adding three catches, probably should have been four for a touchdown, but we'll get into that one later. Heading over to the Bears, Mitchell Trubisky, 20 for 36, 242 yards, three touchdowns with a 104.2 passer rating. Also worth noting, in the fourth quarter, Trubisky went 8 for 10, 89 yards, and three passing touchdowns. The Bears' run game looked a lot better today. Uh, the run blocking was pretty good. I guess you could call it the Juan Castillo effect. Uh, 13 carries for 64 yards for David Montgomery, 7 for 41 for Tariq Cohen, and 4 for 19 for Cordero Patterson. Finally heading to Chicago's receiving, 4 catches, 76 yards, and an immaculate touchdown for Anthony Miller. 3 catches for 38 yards for the rookie Darnell Mooney, who really uh, started off his career in the NFL on the right foot. Allen Robinson with five catches for 74 yards. And Jimmy Graham, who had a very rough start to the game, uh, definitely coming around there at the end, three catches for 25 yards and a touchdown. Quickly before we get more into this one, let's look at Chicago's defense. It also is worth noting that Trubisky did have one fumble in this game. Uh, Danny Trevathan with seven tackles. Same with Deshaun Gibson and Roquan Smith. Uh, one sack, uh, the lone sack on the game, a massive sack by Akeem Hicks, which forced the Lions to go for a 55-yard field goal with about four minutes left. Uh, and Matt Prater ended up missing it wide right, uh, funny enough, actually doinking it. Uh, James Waters with two tackles and a tackle for a loss. And then Kyle Fuller with four tackles, a pass defended, and an interception. 
So it is finally time to break this one down. Uh, obviously an incredible fourth quarter comeback uh, led by Mitchell Trubisky for the Bears. So before we start talking about our MVPs or anything, I want to ask Parth, what was your uh, initial reaction to this game? It was it was really a roller coaster ride. I mean, most Bears games are, but what were your thoughts about this game? Um, my thoughts about this game: uh, the defense looked a little shaky. I'm not gonna lie. Even at the end of the game, when I thought we had it in the bag, you know, they let Matthew Stafford drive up, got real close. Actually, they should have had the touchdown. You know, DeAndre, DeAndre Swift, Swift dropped missed that the one. catch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so if they caught that, we would be recording a depressing post game right now. Let's be honest. We probably wouldn't even be recording right now if it were for DeAndre Swift <laughs> catching that ball. So, hundred percent. Yeah, I would probably be in the bathroom crying or something. But yeah, so like the defense was shaky. You know, the only sack was by, or actually we might have had two. Actually, I take that back. So we had two sacks, and then Kyle Fuller had that interception off of that Jalen Johnson tip hit. ball. Yeah, uh, he. So he's he's looking great. Uh, he had around four deflect pass deflections this game, even though he got rocked early on, which was kind of scary to see. But the defense needs to step it up for sure. The offense inconsistent in the first half. Uh, it was it was like, it felt like we were watching the 2019 Bears over and again. You know, you just saw four, three and outs or get close to the touchdown yeah. and then basically not score. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, just looking at the beginning of this game, uh, you know, Jalen Johnson. There, there's there's going to be. Uh, a clip of him getting run over by Marvin Jones, but what a game for him! Uh, uh, two passes deflected, uh, a pass breakup, six total tackles. Uh, there's so much we can say about this game. Uh, you know, Barcavius Mingo filled in. You know, I will say the Bears' pass rush, uh, just in my initial reaction, was not that great today. Uh, we should have had way more than one sack. Uh, Barcavius Mingo was not bad. Uh, Khalil Mack got held a couple times, and there were actually penalties called. But my goodness gracious! You love to see a Bears comeback win like that. I will say for the future, uh, can't be getting ourselves in holes like that, especially uh, in instances where uh, you're 0 for 7 on third down conversions. You just got to be able to clean up that stuff and be more productive on offense. Uh, but uh, I, I think last year we wouldn't have seen a Bear, the Bears make a comeback like that. Uh, say what you want about Detroit, but if you put the 2019 Bears against these 2020 Detroit Lions, I don't think the Bears are winning that game. Uh, Mitchell Trubisky, uh, I got to tip my hat to him. Uh, a lot of people were questioning him throughout this game, but he's got the clutch gene. He led the comeback, uh, and you got to respect him for that. But moving forward, uh, just based off my initial reaction, the Bears just can't get down that much early and have to consistently be able to perform like that on offense. But heck of a comeback. Uh, the Bears start off 1-0. Uh, I don't think we could ask for anything else. Uh, I am quite literally losing my voice. I can't even lie to you guys. My uh, throat is getting quite raspy. So, Jalen, I'm going to pass it to you. Uh, what, was your, what were your initial thoughts about this one? Uh, man, <laughs> for, a person, for a person that's been supporting Mitchell Trubisky, um, I'm not going to say since day, well, since day one from here, but like, like the first, the day we drafted him, I was kind of upset, but after that, I, I've always supported Mitchell, um, during the game, you know, I'm not going to, you know, out anybody on, on the podcast, but you know, some people, you know, on, on bear down were calling for Nick Foles to come into the game. Um, and I told him like this offense, <clears throat> excuse me, in the first half, um, the offense was terrible. We were in the red zone, like what, two, two times. And we had field goals both times. Cause Nagy played call did not, we, he did not want to run the ball in the red zone, even though we were, we were running the ball down the field the whole game. <clears throat> um, Mitchell, Mitchell Trubisky, uh, the, like I said, the whole, the whole, uh, the whole team in general didn't play a, a great first half, but Mitchell showed up when he had to, um, the defense 
kind of got better at the end of the game. They caused a turn, a, a, a really big turnover to um, lead to the game-winning drive from, from Mitchell. That was an absolute dime to Anthony Miller. Anthony Miller showed up on the um, on that last drive too. Um, I'm I'm just happy to to win. Um, this 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 game definitely affected my emotions a lot from the beginning of, from the beginning of the game to the end. Um, a lot of, we still got a lot of stuff to work on. Um, you know, we can't we can't be down 17 points in the, in the fourth quarter against some of these other teams. But uh, that that's about it. Going into next week, um, you know, we got we got to work on some stuff. I'm just happy to, to leave Fourfield with a W because at a point in the game, I I didn't really think we were. Yeah, uh, you know, looking looking at the Bears and what they were able to accomplish today, not the greatest on third down. I think that's probably my biggest complaint. Uh, two for 11 on third down. But you know what? Uh, one thing that's really positive is that the Bears did rush for 149 yards this game. So before we hand out our MVP awards, I just want to ask one question to uh, you know each of you guys. What did you think about this run game? Uh, the, the blocking was great. We didn't really see much penalty issues at all. Uh, I mean, I feel like every run personally was going for five, six, seven, eight yards. Uh, so, Parth, what do you think about this run game, and how much do you think Juan Castillo got done with this group this offseason? It, it looks amazing. I was so surprised to see the run game do that well, especially early on in the game. They looked really good. You know, Cordero Patterson had a couple big runs. You know, Tariq Cohn had big runs, and David Lonkery was solid the whole entire game. He had his fair share of runs, and he had, I think he ended up with 64 yards. Cohen ended up with 41. And then Patterson ended up with 19 with that one big 13-yard run he had to start off the game. So Juan Castillo definitely, I feel like, had a good part into this. But I feel like Matt Nagy switched up a little bit too. I think with the addition of Bill Lazor, I think a lot, he deserves some credit too. Uh, the run game looks better. The offensive line looks much better. There were times where they struggled a little bit, but I think that could be put on Trubisky as well for sometimes holding the ball a lot more. You, know, you can't expect the guys to be blocking for more than five, six seconds. So I think the offensive line looked amazing. Uh, I hopefully they can look better as they go on. Uh, another guy to look out for is Charles Leno. He looked outstanding today. I was making sure I was looking out at him, and because uh, yesterday or the couple days back, we made the video of guys who should step up in 2020, and I said Charles Leno, and he definitely stepped up today. And hopefully, he can keep it going for the next 15 games and the playoffs. 100 uh, percent i mean you know we got a report from ian rapaport this morning that uh david montgomery was going to be the bell cow back for the bears and he wasn't essentially anything great you know adrian peterson probably outshined him on the lion's side uh just signing with them a week ago and rushing for 93 yards but coming off a groin strain david montgomery still rushing 13 times for 64 yards that's 4.9 yards per uh yards per carry Tariq cohen also with 5.9 yards per carry more of what we're used to seeing from him, and Cordell Patterson with 4.8 yards per carry. I mean, you guys know that uh, last year, I feel like a lot of our rushing averages were three, like in the low threes yards per carry, so it's nice to see that number go up, and it's nice to see the run blocking definitely uh, have a good game this game. So, Jalen, what did you think about the run game today? Um, so I'm actually watching the Bengals game, and Joe Burrow just ran past the Chargers' whole defense, but um, I'm glad... Nagy came into this season committing to the run game because that's something that he, he did not do at all last season. Um, this game he still didn't want to run in the red zone, which um I don't get it because that were you know the passing game was not there in the first half. The running game was, and he, he still wasn't running in the red zone. If he if he ran in the red zone, I don't think um this game would have been. Well, I'm, I'm not gonna say it would have been close, but we wouldn't have had to rely on a late a late touchdown to win it. Um, but I'm I'm just happy we were running the ball more. 
the offensive line run blocking is it was doing pretty good at the beginning of the game. They were basically manhandling the Detroit Lions defense, and it kind of, and it kind of continued um, through the whole game. But I'm I'm so happy we just ran the ball. Yeah, uh, run game was definitely improved, uh, and I don't think we can complain about that whatsoever. Uh, the defense is looking to have Robert Quinn back next week. Uh, that should also be very interesting because that's 100,000% going to help our pass rush, uh, considering we only came away with one sack today. So it is time to hand out our offensive and defensive MVPs of the game. Parth, let's start with you. I think it's going to be a unanimous choice and a pretty easy one, but who, what, who's the offensive player that gets the, the player of the game slash MVP award for you? Before I give it out, I want to give a big shout-out to Anthony Miller. Uh, you know, he was amazing at the end of the game. He had great catches. He, he's the one who sparked this fourth quarter comeback at the end with Trubisky as well. Uh, I'm going to give for, my I MVP mean, to Mitchell yeah. Trubisky, but Anthony Miller is definitely up there. And shout-out to Robinson for that amazing catch he had. And shout catch out of the day so far first. for Robinson. Yeah, 100%. Oh, could be a catch of the year nominee. That was insane extension. Uh, like extension, you guys get it. Yeah, he needs sure. that extension. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No yeah. one got it, so I... So, yeah, uh, you know, I got to go with Mitchell Trubisky as well. Uh, you know, uh, Jalen hits it on the head. Uh, I have definitely been one to hate on Mitch in the past uh, and, and criticize him. Uh, but you know what? He came up big today. We needed him to come up big, and he came up big when we needed him to. Uh, I, I already mentioned his fourth quarter stats, 8 for 10, 89 yards and three touchdowns. That's what we needed to win this game, and that's what he put on the silver platter. Uh, the offensive MVP absolutely has to go to Mitchell Trubisky. Also, wasn't too bad in the running game. Uh, three rushes for 26 yards. I'd like to see a little bit more of that out of him, but you cannot complain whatsoever. Jalen, uh, I guess just add some more stuff about Trubisky because we know who your offensive MVP is. I called it. I told you I'm, I'm going to predict Mitchell Trubisky be the, the MVP of every game until he actually wins MVP. But yeah, I'm just I'm just happy to I'm just happy that he you know he showed that um you know even when he's doubted um even when you know people literally um the, the announcers were handing out MVPs in like the middle of the game you know the game wasn't even close to being over yet and they were giving the MVPs to to running to the um, Detroit Lions running backs and stuff like that so we were getting counted out in the middle of the game um and Mitchell Mitchell Barter's back you know the whole team. You know, did a did a good job in making sure that we don't lose week one. Yeah, uh, let's head over to the defensive side of the ball. Uh, I'm going to hand out my MVP first. Uh, you know what? It, it's hard for a rookie to win this, and you could say what you want about how Jalen Johnson played, but I think I have to give it to him. Uh, he came in. Uh, he was going to be the starting quarterback or uh, cornerback. Uh, we've known that for a while, uh, and and I I think he answered the bill pretty well. Uh, two pass breakups, six tackles. Uh, obviously. Uh, deflected the pass at the end uh, that ended up to uh, that that led to uh, the Kyle Fuller interception uh, where the Bears uh, won the game. So uh, Jalen Johnson had an incredible play in this game. Yes, I thought it was going to be Eddie Jackson, but I cannot complain that it's a rookie whatsoever. Uh, Jalen Johnson is going to be my defensive MVP of this game. Uh, Parth, who are you giving the defensive one to? This was tough. Uh, the defense, I mean, we only gave up 23 points, but there wasn't a little spark on the defense that I was hoping for. But we did have a Kyle Fuller interception, and then at the end of the game, he had a couple great deflections as well. So I'm going to give it to Kyle Fuller. 
Uh, he's proving to be our cornerback one consistently. And Jalen Johnson, you just said, was, is proving to be a great cornerback too as a rookie. So the, that cornerback tandem is looking really good, especially with Eddie Jackson back there at safety. Uh, the Bears have a great secondary for the future, and hopefully they, they do well for the next 15 games. Yeah, uh, I feel like you probably couldn't give it to anyone other than those two, except for maybe Akeem Hicks with the massive sack that caused the Lions to miss the field goal. So, Jalen, who are you going to give your defensive MVP to? Uh, I surely hope it's someone with the same name as you. Yeah, I'm going to give it to another Jalen. He actually spells it kind of different to me, but... Um, as a person who, you know, I, I I wouldn't say I was doubting Jalen Johnson to, you know, as as a player. I just felt like with with no preseason and no OTAs or making camps for him that he wouldn't that we wouldn't like force him out there into being the the cornerback number two opposite of Kyle Fuller, obviously. But since we cut Kevin Tolliver, you know, he was the only other yeah, reliable option that we had, um, and he showed up when he needed to. Um, yeah, he did get trucked, but I, I'm pretty sure after that he didn't, you know, he played very well. Um, him and Eddie Jackson forced that um, interception to Kyle Fuller that that gave us a chance to win the game. Um, he had a, the pass deflection at the end of the game to, you know, obviously still the win for us. So hopefully he continues this and um, be a candidate for, for defensive rookie of the year. I definitely wouldn't be mad about that. You know, I had said uh, the entire week uh, that Jalen Johnson was going to have his welcome to the NFL moment in this game. And, I, you know, we discussed back and forth all week, and when we were on uh, Alliance podcast this morning, we discussed whether that moment was going to be good or bad. I think you can argue that he had some of the good uh, and also some of the bad. Uh, getting trucked, uh, that, I mean, right after that happened, that clip was on Twitter circulating everywhere. But... Uh, you know, tipping the interception uh, that led to your team having a game-winning drive, I think that's a pretty darn good moment uh, in my eyes. So before we close this one out, we're all going to go around and talk about one more thing. Uh, at the end of these episodes, uh, we'd like to discuss one thing that we think the Bears need to improve on uh, moving forward. So I'll go first, and I'll say uh, one thing that I think they need to continue to do and improve on because it worked for them today is continue to trust the run. Uh, we saw the run blocking uh, improve vastly from 2019, and I know it is only one game, but they weren't trusting it as much down the road. Uh, it's something that's familiar with Matt Nagy, uh, trying to pass the ball more, get a little bit cute with his play calling. But look, David Montgomery not only is faster – but you can tell that he's still able to break tackles uh, after he lost about six pounds. Uh, he can still make quick cuts. I, I think he's one of the best, most elusive running backs in the league uh, in regards to uh, breaking tackles. And uh, I, I think you got to put the ball in his hands. you got to trust him as your second year back. Uh, he's here for a reason. He's starting for a reason. Also, Tariq Cohen was pretty solid, so can't complain about his play as well. But honestly, in the future, if, if I had to give the Bears one piece of advice – it would probably be trust the run, uh, run the ball more in the red zone. Uh, I think no one was complaining today when they ran the ball, and normally that's not uh, normally that's not a case when it comes to the Chicago Bears, but it was uh, really nice to see the run game paying off, and I want to see more of it moving forward. So that's going to be my piece of advice for the future. Jalen, I'm going to pass it back to you. What's one thing you think the Bears uh, need to improve on heading towards week two uh, in a matchup where they'll face the New York Giants at home? It's a, it's a couple things on both sides of the ball that we need to improve on, but I'm going to go with the defensive side of the ball. You know, our defense is something that we've relied on the last two years, and they um, <clears throat> almost basically lost us the game. You know, DeAndre Swift got open because I think he – it was he bur- I'm pretty sure he burned Danny Trevathan. Danny Trevathan did not have a good game at all. Um, 
Pace might be regretting paying him instead of paying Nick, who's um you know younger, obviously maybe a little bit faster, still has some you know juice in his step and stuff like that. But we need to stop the run game. Obviously, we this is I don't remember the last time a running back did this to us. It's probably been over a year. And um, be be great at covering the tight ends. You know, T.J. Hawkinson had a very solid game um, for the Lions, and um, he almost won them the game. Yeah, uh, the tight ends is definitely something I could see needing some improvement on. Uh, I, I would sure hope Danny Trevathan has a bounce-back game in the future because wasn't the greatest for him today, but I know he's up for the task, and he can definitely improve down the road. Parth, before we close this one off, uh, any last words of advice for the Bears heading into Week 2 after a, a comeback win? Uh, just, just don't give me another heart attack because that, that was that was that was hard to watch in the beginning. I'll take the win for sure, but like, I'd like to see more consistent offense, uh, consistent red zone offense. I take that back. I think the red zone offense could still use some work. Uh, we saw them clicking at the end, you know, taking some shots. Uh, we need to keep doing that. Start from the beginning, uh, like you said, keep the run game. You got to pound the run game to open up the field for Trubisky and let him run out more. I, I, I was, you know, when he started running that one play he had where he took off after he got that face mask, uh, he looked great. He looked com- comfortable oh, yeah. right after that. That's when things started sparking up. So, you know, uh, last year against the Dolphins and Bucks, we gave him a couple zone reads to start off the game. I feel like if the Bears just gave him a couple, you know, systematic rant run plays, I think he gets more comfortable in the pocket and is able to climb the pocket and step through his throws. And if we can keep doing that, and you know, just build up his confidence. Uh, the sky's the limit for this offense. Uh, we saw we saw it in the fourth quarter. I don't want to get too optimistic here, but this 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 could be something special in the offensive side if it keeps going. Yeah, uh, if the offense can do that more consistently uh, and definitely not dig themselves that big of a hole, uh, I 100% agree. We could be onto something here. But uh, we'll have to see it play out next week against the Giants. This officially concludes our coverage for Bears versus Lions. I hope you guys. Loved all the content we put out this week. Uh, before uh, before you guys go, I would like to say one thing. Um, the New York Giants play on Monday night. Uh, obviously, that's the Bears' Week 2 opponent. So you're going to see a little bit uh, of a different schedule for us next week just because we want to see the Giants play before we make all of our content. Um, we do have a, a guest for Meet the Opponents. I'm not going to reveal who that is yet. But that person cannot record till Wednesday, so you will see meet the opponents on Wednesday instead of Monday. So we are going to push, uh, we are going to push up three key factors to Tuesday. Uh, we'll post that after we see the Giants play, um, and then the rest of the week will go as the same. Uh, we'll probably get an uncut up tomorrow. Uh, it'll just be a little bit different of an upload schedule uh, for the next week. But thank you guys so much for tuning into our post game show. If you want more content from us, you can head over to our website, BearedDown.com. We post a ton of content over there. We've been posting stuff uh, maybe even more frequently frequently than we've been posting these podcasts, so be sure to go check that out. If you want to find us on social media, you can head over to Instagram and Twitter and find us at BearedDown. And finally, do us a favor. Go follow all of our Instagram fan pages. The links to those are down in the description. There's some great content on all of those platforms right now. Parshaw, Jalen McClinton. I'm about to lose my voice, but what an incredible Sunday. What an incredible comeback. Any last words before we sign off uh, completing our week one coverage? Uh, just about to watch the rest of the NFL games. I'm watching Tom Brady in the Bucks right now. He just had his first career touchdown. So that was cool to see. Uh, first career Buccaneers touchdown. That was cool to see. So, yeah.
Um, like like Chris said, this is probably going to be something I'm going to continue to say. Mitchell was about that bread this Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> You're always Hopefully sliding it into the this. podcast somehow. I'm going, bro. You you act like I wasn't gonna say it, especially with a game like this. Um, but we have we have to improve. You know, Mitchell didn't he didn't play the best first half. But if we can improve and you know he stays consistent with this, uh, watch out, watch out. That's all I'm gonna say. Bear down, man. Bear down. You, I lost my voice over here, but that's about it. I am also losing my voice, but it is super exciting to see the Bears start off their season with a one and O record. Finally, a week one win uh, for the first time in the Matt Nagy era. The Bears will start their season off 1-0 with a great chance next week to capitalize on another game with the New York Giants. Our coverage for that will kick off very soon. Thank you guys so much for supporting us throughout this week, and thank you so much for 2.5K subscribers. It's been an incredible 2020 for us, and we're going to keep pumping out content for you guys. It's been a pleasure to be your host. Once again, my name is Chris Maltby. Bears win. That's all we needed to do. We're heading into week two. Bears fans, do us a favor. As always, stay safe and bear down. We'll see you in the next one. Peace.